Welcome to Is That Embarrassing? Competition! <laughs> yeah! This episode is brought to you by Zoom. Sponsor us. Thank you, Zoom. Thank you. Send us money. We took pay cuts. I can't even say that because it's like very, it's not as bad compared to what many people are enduring, but. Agree. Yeah. But Zoom, if you want to sponsor us and send us money, we will donate it to a listener of ours that's in need. There we go. <laughs> We're available. Um, yes. That's cute. How's it going? <laughs> oh, it's going. I'm so sleepy. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I just feel like this heaviness in my eyes, but all okay. I'm really just trying to find that silver lining every day, and it's happening. Is it? That's good. That's good. I mean, not the world, but I'm so, with my little intentions that I set every morning. Like, if I meet one, two, three, four, five of those goals, like, I am good. Yeah. But to me being positive poly. <clears throat> yeah, that's – I was having that conversation with a friend, like, a week ago where we were discussing how it, it's really difficult because – in comparison to what we normally do, it feels like we're not doing a lot at all. Um, but then the fact that, like, given the circumstances, we're actually still accomplishing and doing a lot. Um, and for me, just, like, outside of work, because work is so busy right now, but even outside of work, some of the things I'm doing, I'm just like, yeah, like, given the nature of everything, like, this is fine. This is sufficient. Yeah, it's actually really heartwarming to when I stop and I think about the things that I have done I wouldn't necessarily do virtual happy hours with people like my friends are lucky if they get me out of my apartment on a weekend like I have all of these like beautiful scheduled ritual things that I do with my friends every week and in the grand scheme of things it sounds pretty small but it's actually quite significant and I'm making these connections with people and it's going strong yes yeah that's really good um I have Oh, I think you froze. Sorry. Sorry, my internet went out a little bit. What what was the last part of what you were saying? About rituals that are going strong every week. It's really nice. I do this uh, RuPaul's Drag Race party with my friends. Another girlfriend of mine does a live table read. I can't remember if I've said this or not because every day feels like three and a half to five days. Yeah. But... I repeat myself, whatever you guys get to hear me say it again. Uh, we do live table reads of movies and TV shows. Like we did one of Mean Girls and there was like a Zoom of 30 of us just reading Mean Girls. So Adam did something very similar. The, the college that he went to, they do this thing called Wired every year. And it's like they, I'm going to do a bad job of explaining this. So if he's listening, don't come at me because the details are probably wrong. But they basically take like writers, actors, um, like the crew, like they have a crew, all of this stuff, right? And they produce a play in a very short am- amount of time. So the writers have like six hours to write it. And then like the actors have so much time to go over their lines and then they produce it. Well, obviously they couldn't do that this year, but they kept it going and they did it via Zoom. And that's so cool. I was honored that I was invited to watch it. Um, It was probably the highlight of my week, which maybe that's lame, but it was he and his oh, sister, so and cool. yeah, he and his sister were both in it, and like the acting was phenomenal. The creativity, because like I feel like it, like they actually they did it on Zoom, so they actually did like background changes and like costume changes, and I was just like blown away. I was so impressed, and it was thoroughly enjoyable. So like I would love to watch that or partake in it. That's so cool. It's so dope. We did that. It was. Um... 
last weekend we did an episode of The Office, and the guy that played Michael Scott <laughs> was able to just like he went for it. He put the backdrop of Michael Scott's office window, and he dressed up. He had like the prop coffee cup. It was incredible that's a lot of fun he really committed it was a beautiful thing yeah and like who the hell would think to do that over zoom like there are so many amazing things happening in the create like just so many creatives are doing their thing and it's just so inspiring and i can't wait to see what people come up with after this thing oh yeah i'm very curious to see i do have a quick question for you okay while watching tv shows and movies do you, like, and you watch people, like, kiss on camera or something, do you ever, like, have a running thought in your head being like, why are you touching that person? Put on a mask! <laughs> no, I have not had that happen yet, where it's like I haven't been able to separate real life from TV life. That's hilarious. Um, spoiler alert, it happens to me every time I watch TV show. Oh my god, that's so funny. I love that so much. That's like, why are you touching them? Why are you shaking hands? Have you not seen the news? <laughs> Meanwhile, it's a movie that came out like 20 years ago. <laughs> oh, it's incredible. Dude, to hold hands, let me tell you, I would pay. So I watched this um this show on Netflix. It's awful. Like, terrible show. It's called Too Hot to Handle. So, oh, sure. Yeah, okay. Have you heard about this at all? I've heard about it. I don't know anything about it. I've seen it in my things, and that's one of the shows that I scroll quickly past. But okay, go on. so generally, same for me, right? Um, I would scroll past it, but I got sucked in somehow because it was one of those, like, I needed something just to, like, put on for noise, and that ended up being it, and then I couldn't stop watching it. Okay. Um, so <laughs> it's basically this show where they gather like some of the hottest people I've ever seen. Honestly, though, like the men were pretty mediocre. Were they attractive? Yes, but they were very basic also. Um, and these people are just like, with all due respect, dumb as fuck. Like one guy in one of the activities, he was drawing a clock and he was like, does the clock start with a 12 or a 1? Oh my god, no. And I was just like, I'm seriously concerned for, like, you, and I don't know how you've made it this far in life, but they essentially all get trapped on, or not trapped, they all go on this island, and at the end of the first day, they find out that while they're on this island, they are all, like, very non-committal people, whatever, they find out there can be, like, no, no sex, right? No sex, no self-pleasuring. No, nothing like that, right? Because the goal of the show supposedly is to like have these people look inward and reflect on the type of relationships that they aren't having, basically. Um, and it's to encourage them to form deeper connections with other people. And I could not stop watching it. And at the end, like there's a there's so there's a pot of a hundred thousand dollars, and for each offense, like they kiss and it costs the whole group three thousand dollars, right? Yeah, and so the whole time, it's just, like, insane, right? It's also so dumb to me because I'm, like, you guys seriously kissed after 24 hours, and, like, here I am on month seven or eight. I've lost count. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, I would have crushed the shit out of this game, right? I would have crushed it. Um, um, I would be on the other side where I would have cost so much. Team. 
millions of dollars like we would be in the negatives because I love kissing yeah yeah and um and I just thought what a weird time to release that show because I was just, nobody I was, can touch each other yeah I was like oh I relate deeply really except you know later. except we're not getting paid we're just suffering it's fine um but yeah so anyways that was my like guilty pleasure of a show that I watched recently and speaking of kisses we we were kind of talking about kisses on our last Instagram live show um I have no idea how it came up either but um I feel like we so like part of our journey on this podcast is to like get to know each other better and to become better friends and that's already happened so quickly Um, But there are still the fun thing about the dynamic is there are little things that keep popping up. Like I sent you a video of my drunkest moment ever, right? Where I was like eating butter noodles with my bare pants. (laughs) It was so bad. Very humbling. Um, And like those are like little moments that come up where it's like, oh, yeah, this person I love like doesn't know this about me. And our first kiss stories are one of those moments. Yeah. Yeah, so. I love that. And we're going to do it on the air today. Not each, we're not going to kiss each other. We're going to tell stories. About I mean. Oh, sorry. Penny needed to come inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to tell stories just for further clarification. We're not breaking the rules. We're not costing the island $3,000. We're just, we're going to tell a story. I'm excited. Okay, so. Shall we? Yeah, you want to start? My first kiss was right after my bat mitzvah. Oh. I was 12 years old, just about to turn 13. And I realized that I was falling for my then first love of my life. Um, he is, it's a complicated story, but long story short, I... He developed a crush on me. Oh, Steph is holding Penny right now. I'm getting distracted. She's so cute. I'm so sorry. Um, anyway, I developed feelings for him. I And he liked me first. He comes to my bat mitzvah, gets me a Prada bag as a gift. That is a hell of a gift for a 12-year-old. I know. I wound up giving it to Missy. Or actually, I think she just took it, and she still uses it to this day. I love this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, we dance at my bat mitzvah to Billy Joel's Just the Way You Are. Wow. This is heated. Yep. It was a really special time. And that was also when my aunt danced with her now husband to that song too and she realized that she was in love with him wow so cute and they're happily married to this day but um yeah Alex and I danced to that song and we <coughs> after that we realized how we were both obsessed with Billy Joel and that like brought us like way closer together as like oh he's three years older than me I think so he was just a little older at the time Anyway, a few weeks later, we go to the mall with a little group of friends. Like, that's what we did on Friday nights. We would have our parents drop us off. They would maybe give us some money, and we'd go to the mall on a Friday night. So we're, like, walking around the mall, and it's like, you don't really go on dates when you're in middle school. You go with a group of friends. Yeah. 
So we're all walking, and then Alex sees this, like, you know those stupid-ass photo booths? Oh, I love those. I kind of love them, too. Yeah, and- like, if a guy was like, hey, let's do that photo booth, I'd be like, yeah, I'll marry you, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Very simple. He takes me into that photo booth, and I realize after, like, two seconds of sitting down that he's not, like, putting any money in the machine, and he turns to me and kissed me, and it was the cutest thing ever. That is really cute. The only thing that would have been cuter is if he would have put money in the machine and got a picture of it, like, just, like, turned to you and caught it in, in action. That would have been so cute. Yeah, I'm a a hopeless romantic. I I mean, same. But he and I were together until we were off and on until I was like 16 years old. Oh, wow. That's actually not true because my parents made me break up with him for, I don't even want to get into it. Okay. But I would sneak into the city to go and see him when he was in college. And I would tell my parents I was going somewhere else. And I I wound up taking the train, like the subway by myself at like... Have you seen um, The Carrie Diaries? Of course. Oh, yeah, that's what this is. Oh, totally. Um, we went to sleepaway camp together. That's how I know him. And what his one of his best friends to this day is actually one of my very good friends. That's awesome. Um, he's one of my neighbors that I've told you guys about before. Like, I have one of my friends that lives on one side of my apartment and then another set of friends that live on another side, and he's the one that lives on the other side. So that's why I also believe that you're meant to stay friends with your exes because it brings you closer to people that you were meant to know and meant to stay close with. So, like, in a way, if Alex and I never dated, I would have never reconnected with Danny, and that never would have brought me my friendship with his girlfriend, Elise. So... Yeah, that and that's interesting. That's a good approach because I definitely have like some lifelong friends that I wouldn't know if it weren't for like ex-boyfriends. But then also like I've seen the other end of it where I've like made really, really close friendships and then like kind of lost friends in the breakup, you know, which is always like a sucky thing because it's like, like, yeah, because it's like, you know, they were his friends first and it's like, but I loved you guys. So, but yeah, no, that's a very valid point. Yeah. Um, Alex was also one of the people that um, reached out to me before I got married. I had like seven guys. I don't know if I told you this yet, but I had seven guys reach out to me during the time that Brian and I were engaged. And it was either like apologies for treating me poorly or like you were the one that got away confessions. Just to clarify, he was not, it was not a, you're the one that got away confession from Alex. He actually um, apologized (laughs) to me for being an asshole when we were kids and wished me well. And he like kind of watched me grow up on social, like we watched each other grow up on social media. Like we didn't stay like close friends. We just kind of came to an understanding. Like, yeah, we like a lot of the same things. We were brought together for a reason. Um, But we like watched each other grew up through college and beyond and it was just kind of cool to see from afar and we had this like really weird magical moment like a month before Brian and I got married and it's like oh everything's okay that's awesome Um, what was your first kiss like oh my gosh okay so 
my first kiss was went a little like this. Okay, that I have to give you credit. That's the episode name. Sammy was singing the song in the shower, and that, you know, this is this it is was where like we're. That full of sunshine moment, you guys. I wasn't in the shower to witness. I've just heard no, the story. We're not, we're not showering together. Um. So my first kiss was with this guy um who I really liked I went to this coffee shop frequently with friends and there was a pool table and they had like different like they would have like game nights on one night and whatever so I made a lot of friends at that place he we had that like moment like one of the first short books that I wrote was about like my entire experience meeting him because and it was like a very angsty teen novel right because it was just that moment of like I looked up and turned around and he was like walking through the door and he was beautiful and we like really connected because we were both musicians whatever yada yada so I like he was probably the first person that I like really liked like had a crush on flirted with because I was pretty like focused on school focused on friends never really focused on dudes so the first time we kissed we went out with a bunch of people and um he I'm trying it's been so long that I'm trying to like recall how this story went but we went bowling and um he had and I, I can't I will not say his name because he's in prison now um, which is like, you know, a really good That's summary. It's <laughs> a really good summary of like the type of men I go for. <laughs> so he kissed, anyways, it was this like fun night. Like I remember we were playing arcade games and as you know, like we did our photo shoot in the arcade for this podcast because like I love arcade games. Like, quit playing games with my heart and play arcade games with me instead. It's in my Bumble bio. Like, let's do it. So, (laughs) I was like, this is the perfect night. Like, we're bowling. We're with friends. We're playing arcade games. He's doing the thing where, like, we're playing a game and he's, like, kind of has his arms wrapped around me trying to play with me. And he, I don't really know the science behind, like, what happened or what, like, it was never discussed, just, like, straight never discussed, but he walked me to my door and he kissed me and it was, like, a very innocent just, like, kiss, you know, and, um... It got really like weird, like the like dynamic and vibe shifted really quickly, and I realized that he had somehow peed himself, and so <laughs> what? And we were not kids. We were not kids at all. And Wait, what? And so like I never asked, but like he asked if he could come in and use the bathroom. I was like, no, you have to go now. Like you can't come inside. <laughs> And I think that, like, I know that he had had, like, a hernia and had hernia surgery. So, like, I don't really know anything about, like, the Is that ana- a bladder? I have no clue. Like, I don't know the anatomy of it. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I was like. I have a few follow-ups. So, are we sure it was pee? Yep. There was okay. too much of it for it to be anything else. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. What was he wearing? What kind of pants? Was it like khakis? Mesh- no! What the fuck? Khakis. I will never look at khakis the same. I don't blame you, sweetheart. That is traumatic. Yeah, yeah. 
And, um, and you know, there are people out there who, who like that's their kink. And I'm like, I have a little bit too much PTSD to be into that kind of. Yeah, that's not cute. Like, I can't. If that's what you're into, fine. But when, like, that happens during your first kiss, you get traumatized. You don't want to kiss. Like, you were in elementary school. Like... No, middle school. Oh, man. Poor guy. Now, poor me. Are you kidding me? Like, okay, poor him. But, like, poor me. That was not his first rodeo. He had kissed a lot. And I was like, wow. This this is what I've been holding out for. Like, this is what I've been waiting for. This Are... isn't what Corey and Topanga were talking about. This yeah. Is... What? Nothing in life sets you up for this kind of shit. But then I knew, I was like, oh, everything I've been told about love is a lie. Um, oh <laughs> and I'm going oh. to just move forward expecting the worst of everything. So, what, ha- like, did he talk to you at all after? Oh, was- yeah, of course, of course. But it was this weird, like, so... We talked after, like, I still saw him for a while. He stayed with my family for a while because, like, there was just a bunch of shit going on. And so, like, he, it was, like, winter break. And my mom was like, okay, you're not in school. Like, he can spend a lot of time here, whatever. Um, My mom was always the mom who, like, would have rather us be at my house because she knew we wouldn't be in trouble versus, like, going to other people's houses where parents weren't paying attention, whatever. So, like, a bunch of us hung out at my house the entire winter break, and, like, it was fine. Um, Yeah, and then, I mean, what, like, we never really discussed that again. That was, like, it was kind of, like, okay, what happens on my mom's front porch stays on my mom's front porch and in your khaki pants, and... Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't, like, I can't really recall, I think that we, like, probably, actually, I don't think we kissed again after that, but we re- no, that was it. That yeah, was that, that was it, and then, and then some girl gave him, some girl uh-huh. gave him a favor in an alley behind the coffee shop, and I walked out on it, and I was like, this is done. It's so interesting to- recall these stories together I know because I'm watching you go through it and you're watching me go through it like I have not revisited that story since forever I don't want to revisit it no I've blocked so many things out and I have friends like nobody has a memory like mine like there are very few friends of mine that remember things the way that I remember them if at all like my friend Zach is always so amazed at the things that I remember because he and I have been friends since I'm like 16 and he's like wait how do you remember that I'm like because like I remember that you drove to blah 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 and then I was wearing blah 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 and he's like what you're weird yeah I um I can't remember most things like I but I have a lot of journals and like old blogs and so I'll try to like revisit those I guess casual Um, live journal archive yeah 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 tumblr but just to like kind of remember all of the details this story I mean I had it down for a while because then probably sophomore year I would say I went to South America and was like doing volunteer work and one of the things we were doing we'll call it like a sex ed class it was a little bit different but like and we wanted to like open it in a way that like created a trust with the students that we were talking with 
And, um, and so when everyone found this, found out about this story amongst conversation, they were like, you have to tell this story to the students. And so like, I told it and I'll never forget the first time, like our translator literally was like, as I was telling this story, she was laughing so hard, she couldn't even translate. But it was hilarious, because the students obviously didn't know what I was saying. So like, they were just staring because like, we were on stage laughing and crying because it was so bad. And then like, once that she translated, like, it was just like an uproar of like, hundreds of females students just laughing at me with me and um yeah yeah so it wasn't it wasn't ideal it wasn't ideal I'm trying to think like I don't really know that I've had any other bad kissing experiences per se but I'm really Mm -hmm. selective like I don't just kiss a bunch of people if that makes sense oh I do yeah, I know. And I, like, after this. Do you know what my mom said to me after my first date with Brian? What? Oh, I so I was living with my parents for a little bit before. This was in between the time that I graduated from college and then started dating Brian. So I'm, I'd driven myself home from the train station. I came up to kiss my parents goodnight, as I always do, did, do. Um... My parents are just like half asleep. I go over to kiss my dad first, then to my mom. And she's like, who was it? And I go, mommy, it was wonderful. And she goes, "Ugh, that means you kissed him, you hoe. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love it. Well, like, I know you're like, you and Brian are exceptional because you said you loved each other on the first date and you kissed. What do you think is like the normal amount of dates or time spent with someone before they kiss you? Three hours. Sam, what do you think for people that aren't you? (laughs) Five hours. Oh my God. We're so behind schedule then. Like, what are we doing? Lover boy, get it together. I'm so in demand that I would kiss somebody at, like, what time was it? We probably would go out on our date at, like, 6. We'd be making out by 7. That date was over, and then I'd have another date at 9.30, be kissing that person by 10. Like, you just got to do what you got to do. Oh. Maybe that's, like, I don't know, maybe that goes back to my low self-esteem as a teenager. I don't know, because I had low self-esteem, too. But, like, I think I translated mine differently, where I was like, no one would ever want to kiss me. And so I just, like, was too afraid of the rejection. Whereas, like, I think that some people with low self-esteem, like, want the validation. And then, like, for me, it was, like, I was so afraid of rejection that, like, the possibility of validation was not worth the rejection. Well, I think I just kissed everybody because I didn't know what else to do with myself. Well, kissing is fun. So fun. I hope. But I barely remember like going out with guys just because like I thought they were hot and they thought I was hot too. Um, and we would we, there would be nothing to talk about. That's the worst. My so like my hope at, is that at the end of this quarantine, people come out ready to kiss me. Um, Everyone's gonna be ready to kiss. That's you what I'm asking for. Please prepare yourselves. Please don't let me down. No, I'm just kidding. But like, I found that I found that. I mean, I've always kind of been that way. Where even to like kiss someone or have any kind of physical connection, if I don't have a personal like actual connection to you, it just doesn't translate. It's all gonna get better. 
I am now thinking about another first kiss story that I have in that time period that I would like to share just because it did come back to me last week when something bad happened to this guy. So it was the first time I thought about him in many years, but there was this gorgeous, gorgeous boy in my eighth grade class, like Abercrombie model status, like so cute. And he grew up to be like super hot. Anyway, he was one of the popular kids and I was the weird theater kid who had just gotten the lead in the musical and I like felt I was feeling myself but also I wanted attention from this gorgeous boy that was on my bus and lived in my neighborhood so I don't know what was happening but he got my screen name from somebody on AIM he and I were messaging and he asked me to go for a walk in the woods that sounds like that sounds like he's gonna kill you isn't that what it sounds like? I guess so. So I was super excited. I told my parents I was going out on a walk. I did. Met this guy in the woods. Oh my gosh. This is such a bad idea. Oh, but I was so excited because I'm like, oh my gosh, we're totally going to make out and it's going to be amazing. And then little Billy is going to fall in love with me and I'm going to become popular too by association. I bet. Boy, was I wrong. But we did kiss in the woods. But problem, when this little girl with a big mouth came back to school on Monday morning and told her friends at the lunch table what had happened. Oh, no. Little Billy denied it. (gasps) What the hell? Made me look like a psychopath and denied that it ever happened, but it did happen. And he was just embarrassed. What a loser. I know. Wow. Billy sucks. This is an anti Billy podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Guess what happened to Billy last week? What happened? He got hit by a bus in Union Square. Shut the fuck up. This is some mean girl shit. I know. I heard that she pushed him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Billy. Um, best wishes to you. Holy He's okay. shit! I okay. wouldn't be telling this story if he wasn't okay. He's totally fine. <laughs> but like a freaking MTA bus hit. Well, at least he's okay. He's okay. The video went viral on Instagram, and my sister sent it to me, and I'm like, <gasps> and um, I said to Missy, I'm like, yeah, that's what he gets for denying that he ever kissed me in the woods. I mean, this is just a lesson for all of us to be honest and be nice. Otherwise, you could get hit by a bus. Yeah, I actually did run. I think he lives near Union Square because I saw him a few months ago when he was getting out of the subway and like I was getting onto the train and we like hugged and he's like, oh my God, Sam Kramer. And I'm like, Billy? Ah! And we like hugged for a second and we're like, ah. Oh my gosh, dude, that's wild. That's super crazy. Um, Oh, wow. Poor Billy. He's okay. Yeah. I know that sounds, I, I really hope people don't get on me for hoping that he got by a bus because that's not at all the case it just made for a good story no it was just like one of those ironic things I never really had that like I never really had someone like deny liking me and like not in the earlier years of life now that's my type like now the (laughs) only kind (laughs) the only kind of guy I date is the kind that doesn't want anybody to know about us um no but I there was a guy 
Steven in like elementary school and I had bought my mom bought me for my birthday this like really cool journal that I begged for we had like a book fair at school and I saw it and I wanted oh, it hell yeah the scholastic book fair yeah that the yep that's it and so I found the book recently like being back home and going through old stuff and basically what it was is like you and five friends like complete this book right and you all like write your separate answers and some of them are dumb like your dream car other ones are like your crush whatever right is and- it like mash I don't know what that is oh man I'll have to show you offline. Okay. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so basically, now, like, looking back, I have this cool book that, like, me and a handful of friends completed. And, like, I, none of us really talk anymore. But, like, it's still interesting to go back and be like, oh, like, now this person's getting married to that person. And, like, so anyways, but it was so funny because I got to the page where it was, like, you know, write your, your three crushes or whatever. And all of us had the same number one crush and this dude was a this dude was a player from like second grade till seventh grade like seriously played the freaking field and we all liked him and he just like played all of us uh damn steven damn where's he now probably prison what's let's talk about that Do we have to? Like, I don't know what I'm at liberty to say. Um, um, last time I last time I heard he was like tattooing people out of his mom's basement or something. Which, like, do you do you boo? But yeah, I'm telling you, in prison. It's a Michigan thing, apparently. I don't really, I don't yeah. know what to tell you. Like, one dude that, uh, yeah, there's just there's a lot of stories. One dude that I really liked got shot once. Like, oh my word. Yeah, it's. That's why I was like, I got to get out of Michigan because, like, there's just, I know that Rihanna wrote that song about finding love in a hopeless place, but, like, it doesn't always happen that way, you know? Sometimes you got to move 600 miles away to find love, and even then. sweetheart. Even then. We found each other, and that's beautiful. That's love. I'll take it. (laughs) I will take it. Yeah, I, um, so I guess, I mean, this was good. We just, everything is totally... All, oh, yeah. all plans have gone out the window. All structure has gone out the window. We're just doing the best that we can. And this felt like something fun and light that we could kind of share. Um, I do want to wrap up and talk about like one intention that you want to set this week. It can be something that like you're already implementing and want to continue or something new. And then like we can hold each other accountable. Um, our followers, if you're listening and want to hold us accountable, do that. Um, so yeah, do you have something that comes to mind? Yes, I would like to continue exercising every single day. I don't know why it took me this long to start working out with my mom. My mom is a personal trainer. Why have I not been training with her on FaceTime every day of my life for the last 20 years? Yeah, why? what the hell am I thinking? So my sister and I started doing FaceTimes with her every day and we do like a different is your um, sister still home or is she back? She's with my parents yeah, still. So back. she's next to my mama on her mat. And then I'm on the other side on my mat in my, the corner of my bedroom. And we do arms and abs. We do legs and what we do leg day. And so we switch off. But I really want to keep holding, like Missy and I try and hold each other accountable anyway. But it's just so nice to move my body and like set a move goal for myself. and Because I sit in this desk all freaking day long and I don't move. Yeah. 
That's um. I mean, you stole mine, but it's fine. I'll uh, allow no, it. No, let's, let's do it together. Let's hold each other accountable. Yeah, I've been like really struggling just because. I mean, uh, we we already know like in New York you walk so much, and so like I've gone from walking so much to not walking at all, and then also like I've just been in such a weird headspace where like almost like bor- like I almost feel like I'm like borderline and like a depressive funk kind of, um, but like. So at the end of the day, I'm just, um, it's very hard for me to like self-motivate. I have to, and I'm sure I've discussed this before on another episode, but like for me, I have to separate, like, ha- like have a physical separation, like a physical separation from work. I physically separate from my home and go to the gym. And it's very hard for me to like self-motivate to work out at home. Um, so I mean, I've been like doing good in waves, like I'll do really good and then I'll like not do good and then I'll do really, but I want to be like really consistent the next couple of weeks, especially, um, just cause like I do feel better when I am working out. And also I don't want to come out of quarantine feeling bad about myself. And right now I don't like, I don't feel really great. And it's not about like losing weight or anything like that, but I just like, don't feel good. I feel like I've lost some muscle. I feel softer and I'm just like, not, not feeling it. It's not great. I think that's a natural feeling and know that you're not alone at all because I think we all feel that way. Even though I am trying to move every day, Ooh, there's a siren happening in this reel. Uh, everything's okay. I live near a firehouse guys. I feel like I swallowed a bag of rocks. So yeah. like whenever I'm sitting on my home bike, I'm like, why do I feel this way? Like I, like I literally feel like I have a circle that swallowed. Yeah. And I have like a treadmill and so I'm, I need to really just, like, commit. I just got to freaking do it. Um, I've still just been doing bad in general with, like, I've been showering and, like, getting ready a little bit more than I was. Um, But, yeah, I've just been, like, not doing great in terms of having a schedule. I just, like, work until I mentally can't work anymore. And then I, like, watch TV, read, and then sleep and do it all over again. You forgot watch TikToks. We're watching TikToks now. Yeah, but I yeah, so I freaking caved, dude. I got TikTok. Um yeah, I'm you did. I'm weak. I'm so I don't proud. I don't know what to tell you guys. Um and the thing that sucks is like I can't just like in my mind I'm like, oh I should like make these funny TikToks. I have all these ideas, but like I can't just do it alone. I feel really weird about that. And so I'm like, I can't wait until real life where I can like force the people that I love to make TikToks with me. Oh, I know. I'm so excited. But I haven't even really been, like, doing the TikTok thing. Like, I haven't really been on there often. The only, my favorite is Tatum Talks, which is, like, this talking dog. And he has the, his dad does, like, the funniest voice for him. And I can't get enough of it. And I watch it so often. Like, I check his page so often that Penny now recognizes Tatum's voice and like she'll watch the videos with me and like if she hears Tatum she like runs from the kitchen to the living room and gets all excited and it's so dumb but I love it it's not dumb because it's keeping us engaged we're staying oh yeah I've been planning voices like I've been planning voices for Penny and I'm like all right this is our time to shine like we're gonna make you go viral but she's just too much of a diva you know she's too hard to work with yeah. yeah. Oh, I want Phyllis to be on TikTok. Oh, that is something that the world needs for sure. Um, she'll crush it. I think Missy's on that. Yeah. She's yeah. ready for it. She's been making some TikToks. They're funny. Really? I'll have to follow yeah. her. Yeah. She's so funny. 
Yeah, I love it. Oh, man. It's so nice to look at you. Oh, same. Well, I feel like maybe not today because this, I've not done anything with my life. I showered, but like the other I showered time. I FaceTimed a, this guy that lives in Michigan. We used to work together. We FaceTimed yesterday, and he's like, are you wearing makeup? And I was like, no. And he's like, you're actually pretty hot with no makeup, too. And I was like, thank this show, baby. Yeah, I was like, thank you. I wash my face sometimes. Like, <laughs> I've been trying to do, like, the occasional face mask, but I feel like my face and my hair are benefiting tremendously from, like, not oh, using yeah. heat styling. Yeah, oh, no heat best. styling. My face is, like, not clogged up with makeup all the time. So I'm like, dude, like the goal is just to come out of this like freaking looking I'm like, a... like a natural mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. I got one of those guashas and jade rollers and I'm just doing it. Yeah. Going to town. Yeah. That's great. Well, and I think. Botox ready for my 30th. Dude, I have actually been thinking about that. Um. I don't know if I would do it like I don't really have well this like I'm starting to get this little line because I like my brows are scrunched together so much while I'm at work that's like my work crease though because like work stresses me out so much sometimes um but I've been I've really been interested in getting lip fillers so I'll give you all a hack ready I made my own my DIY lip filler all right, three ingredients, honey. Vaseline, cinnamon, cayenne pepper. Interesting. Mix them all up. I put mine in a little, like, old pill box that I had. It turns into a little lip balm. You put it on. In about a minute and a half, it starts to tingle a little bit, and your lips <coughs> look fire. Because they literally are fire because of the cayenne. Because of the cayenne. I can send you a selfie when I have it on later. I looked so good. I believe That's you. That's one on the top of my lip gloss forever now. The issue is I will, I will try this and see how it works and report back at some point. But I also just want it to, like, be a thing that I don't have to think about daily. Like, it's just like, oh, there it is. Like, I have a little bit more of a top and bottom lip. Cool. You know? It was a good hack. It's, it'll save you $700. Yeah, yeah, we'll save. $1,000, $1,000. However many dollars. But this was good. Um, Let's check back in with each other throughout the week daily about our intentions okay. to see how each other's workouts went and how we're doing mentally. Um, Yeah, and anyone who, like, feels inclined to share a funny first kiss story with us, you should do yeah, it. Maybe we'll read it on – if we get, like, a really good one, maybe we'll read it on the next episode – um but yeah this is fun we miss you guys we'll be back back soon hopefully with guests and recording out of gotham i can't wait um yeah but until then till then all right boo i'll see you see ya bye Bye.